What's up, guys? This is your girl, Patrice, not Patricia. And I am excited because I am opening up today's topic, today's episode with this topic about being a multi-passionate person. It came on me while I was just sort of thinking out loud. I was like, you know what? Wow. This sort of brought some clarification. This sort of brought some peace of mind. Most importantly, it brought on some permission. Yes. So I'm excited about it. And are you ready to hear about it? I knew you would be, boo. Let's get into it, shall we? When it comes to being multi-passionate, which pretty much means for those of you guys who are wondering what multi-passionate is, and trust me, when I first heard the term, I had to go look it up myself. Thank you, Google. Multi-passionate means having multiple ideas of interest, having multiple interests, doing many different things. Let's just put it this way. I love Jennifer Lopez. Who doesn't love J-Lo besides the haters from the, you know, this past Super Bowl halftime show? Remember the movie she played in when she was everything? Let's see. I think I forgot. Let's see. Monster-in-law. That's it. She starred in the movie Monster-in-law. She's an amazing actress, and I love all of her rom-com movies, okay? So anyway, in this movie... J-Lo was a dog walker. She worked at a medical clinic. She did so many different things because she was a multi-passionate individual. Now, does that sound familiar? Does it? Let's just think about it. Because if you're listening to this podcast, this podcast is about being a multi-passionate person. And if that rings true for you, You want to do a lot more shit in life than just one little piece of thing, correct? I know I'm right because you wouldn't be here if you did not. (sighs) I know it can be overwhelming and a lot of advice we've gotten and it wasn't necessarily advice to discourage us, but it sort of did on the back end because We were often told, or at least I was, I don't know about you, but I was often told, pick one thing and be great at that. Pick one thing and be content with that. Pick one thing and master that. Now, let me go ahead and put this disclaimer out because I know that there are going to be people that are going to come for me and they're going to be like, Patrice, that's how some of the greats do it. Oprah. Oprah is a talk show host. She's a media mogul. She does media well. She don't sit here and dip and dip and dip and other things. Actually, boo-boo, she does. Oprah is not just a talk show host, okay? She does own her own media company that has uh, uh, done amazing, amazing things. She's got a book club. She's got a doggone Apple TV series under her belt. She's an actress as well. So that's a bad example. Then you may be told, well, you know, so-and-so is, does this and they're really good at it. So-and-so does this because they're really good at it. And listen, 
we can we can go through all these nuances of name dropping and you know talking about what so and so does that one amazing great thing and that's wonderful that's wonderful but it doesn't help a multi-passionate person sit down and try to sort through their many interests, okay? It doesn't. It doesn't help. What it does, and especially if you are very similar to me, if not the exact same, it gives you hella anxiety. Admit it. It gives you hella anxiety. You're like, wait a minute. I, I, I love doing this, but, but I, I want to do this, but, but, but if I do that and not that, then I, I, I can't do this and I can't accomplish. I mean, I'm telling you, you will spend forever trying to get ready to do a single thing when your interests are multiple things. And can we just be realistic? Nobody is just one thing. Now, I do want to also add in that you might have a signature in what you want to do, but you don't have to define yourself just by that signature. You don't have to say, that's just who I am. (sighs) You know, I love the beautiful words of the amazing late Kobe Bryant who, as you guys know, he unfortunately, along with nine others, including his gorgeous 13-year-old daughter, Gianna, were tragically killed in the most horrific way that I could imagine. But in one of his interviews that aired during his tribute, and of course, it's going to continue on, he's, he's a legend, was that he said that after he retired... He wanted to do more things. And of course, his beautiful daughter, who apparently has his outgoing personality, would tell him, hey, go do it, daddy. You know, he says she was a lot of his, among others, she was one of his biggest supporters of doing other things. And he said, you know, I want to show the world that I'm not just a basketball player. And it's amazing because Kobe spent 20 years in the Lakers that he had spent his entire professional basketball career at one in one city on one team. And then when he retired, he was like, I want to be more than just. And that's how we are as multi-passionate people. We want to be more than just. And then you fill in the blank after that. So I was thinking to myself, self, myself said, hey, girl. Self, I want to do a lot of things, but it's very hard to connect them. So I need to really focus on how I can do that. And I pretend a lot when I self-talk and I'm weird like that. Don't judge me. My family, don't judge me. Okay. I pretend I'm in an interview with whomever. I know it's weird. Just stay with me, people. I pretend I'm in an interview and I'm asking them questions I would ask myself. But I'm speaking to myself as if I'm in third person or whatever the case is. So anyway, I am driving earlier this morning during the commute. And I'm pretending like I'm on a Steve Harvey show 
on Facebook, um, on Facebook TV or whatever that thing is called. I apologize. Forgot what Facebook TV has, but I love it. So I watched the Red Table Talk and Steve Harvey show. And I pretend that Steve Harvey is interviewing me on his platform about um, being a boss babe. You know what I'm saying? I mean, just bossing the shit out of what I love to do. And in this interview, he's asking me, well, you know, he, you know, he has such a sense of a great sense of humor. He's like, well, so let me get this straight. You're a licensed cosmetologist. You're a licensed trichologist. You are a licensed yoga instructor. What, what the hell else, what, what the hell else do you do? And in this, in, in my pretend interview with Steve Harvey, I laughed, <laughs> you know, that little modest type of knowing laugh we do <laughs> when we think we're the shit, you know, and, <laughs> and I began to talk to Steve Harvey and pretend like he is interviewing me for real. And I, as I begin to kind of hash out the answer to that question that maybe others might think of me when I tell them who I am and what all I do, I find myself getting some clarity And I wanted to share that with you. So yeah, it took me that whole story, that whole backstory to get to my entire point for this episode. So you ready, boo? I know you are because you've been listening this long. (laughs) I based my decisions and I, I based my planning on how to become these things on a lot of illities, abilities, if that makes sense. Okay. I am currently a licensed master cosmetologist. That's true. Your girl owns her own salon, guys. I am the proud owner of a beautiful natural hair focused salon here in Alabama. So, yes, that is my top love. I went through some hell and back to become this licensed master cosmetologist and I love it and I will always honor the process of that journey. I am currently pursuing my license and my studies in 